0: Welcome, everybody, to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, it is Monday, November, I mean, December 7th, and I'm going to be recapping all the uh, top 25 games uh, from this past weekend. Weekend. Uh, Sorry, sorry, I didn't release the podcast yesterday. I totally forgot that USC and Washington State were playing on a Sunday night so and I wanted to include them in the podcast. I'm trying to keep keep it a little bit organized. Organized. It's it's a little bit harder this year with COVID because I'm having to move my schedule around to try to keep try to keep uh keep the college football and and the NFL separated a little bit, so so if my podcast is about doing a podcast about college football I I'm not trying to talk about NFL games games and and maybe I maybe I'll change it up next week where if I if I have to where I just like maybe like do a quick segment or recap on the game or something like that. We'll we'll see how that goes but yeah, today we're going just going to be recapping all the games. So, let's get to it. So, the first game I'm going to recap is the is the Friday night game we had number 25 Louisiana traveling to Boone, North Carolina to take on the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Louisiana won the game, 25 to or I mean 24 to 21. When it was a big game. A big win for the uh, for the Raging Cajuns. Uh, they have never been Appalachian State before. Every year they've when they've played them they, they have lost the game. But this year they finally got got a big win. And that's, that's big for a Billy Napier. Potential coaching candidate for some Power 5 team this year. Last year he was a, a candidate but he decided to stay at Louisiana. Is he going to stay there this year? Hard to say. Say but uh, let's talk about this game. Uh game uh Louisiana played played all right in this game. Not not the best football at least on offense. On special teams though, that's where they were killed. Their long snapper I I hate to say it, and the game, it was raining in Boone, so I'm assuming that had a factor, but uh, the Louisiana long snapper snapped it over the punter's head, not once, not twice, but three times, and then on a field goal or extra point, I can't remember, he, he snapped the ball too high, the holder was able to get it down, but it took too much time away, where the was not able to put the ball down before the kicker was kicking, supposed to kick the ball, so they had to run a scram do a scramble drill. And that was a that was a mess. And I, I, I think Billy Napier lost a little bit of confidence in his long snapper because indeed near the end of the game, Louisiana decided to take a safety on purpose. They they were at their They were at the twenty yard line, and they they were gonna gonna punt the ball, but they were or they you would think they were they would punt the ball they were up by five points with fifty seconds left I, I believe let me see how long how much time was left on the clock It was there was. a minute 46 left in the game there were there was a minute 46 left left they the the quarterback he just uh took the snap and ran backwards through the back of the end zone and took a safety on purpose at first at first i was like what, the, what, are you, what are you doing? I, I was very confused by the decision. I thought, I thought maybe for some reason he didn't believe in his defense. At first, that was my first thought. He didn't believe in his defense. And Appalachian State needed a touchdown. But maybe he wanted to give them the option for a field goal or he didn't want to lose off a of Hail Mary. I I have no idea. Yeah, that was my first thought about the game. And and I knew the long snapper problems happened during the game, but I I told at that moment it I I completely forgot about it cuz I've seen I've seen a long snapper snap over the center's head or not center, the punter's head or the quarterback's head. Well, the long snapper, not the center. Mm. They're two different positions, actually. Uh, but, so it, it didn't really cross my mind. And then I looked more, and then I thought about it a little bit more. And in a way, I guess it wasn't the best. It was the, obviously they won the game, but it was, it was, it was honestly a smart decision. At first, when you see it, you're you're probably very confused, but obviously, his long snapper was having a rough day. Rough day. Everybody has one of those days, and and when and it was it was probably the best decision. Appalachia State. They drove down the field, gone to field goal range, but the kicker wasn't able to make the kick, and that Louisiana got the big win. Uh, let me talk about some quick some stats from the game a little bit quickly. Uh, Levi Levi Lewis, the quarterback for Louisiana, he he struggled through there. He was eight of twenty three, had hundred and one yards, one touchdown. Zero interceptions. Zach Thomas for Appalachian State struggled. 10 of 21 for 92 yards and two picks. Cameron Peoples was the leading rusher for Appalachian State with 21 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Elijah Mitchell had 12 carries for 95 yards. Trey Ragas. Ragas had 12 carries for 43 yards and two touchdowns. Downs, Louisiana fumbled the ball twice. Appalachian State fumbled it once. Lane Tackler was Trey Cobb with nine tackles. Farid Gardner was the lane tackler for Louisiana. Uh Mekhi Gardner and Chauncey Chauncey uh Manic. Also had a interception. And uh, it was a big win for the Raging Cajun. They only lost this year was to Coastal Carolina by a field goal. goal. they upset Iowa State earlier, who's number nine. So they they have some good wins. On their team, on their for their team. And. And the, and they're they're probably going to go to a really good bowl game as well, but the The real question is going to be what What does uh, Billy Napier do this year? Is he going to stay, stay in uh, Lafayette, or is he going to go to another school? We'll have to find out. Uh, the next game I'm going to talk about is is a. Uh, hold on is the uh, Alabama LSU game there's not a whole lot to talk about from this game it it was pretty much a blowout like you expected expected LSU uh, best player Marshall like after Jamar Chase opted out and a couple other players players opted out, opted out and TJ Finley he and then uh or, I mean not TJ Finley uh uh, Miles Brennan, after after uh, getting hurt a couple weeks ago and being out for the season, LSU season was pretty much over. Over Alabama, they uh, dominated this game, and they they took their time. They they wanted to run up the score on LSU, wanted to get revenge from last year's game. Mac Jones. He, he was 20 of 28, had 385 yards and four touchdowns. Solid day. Najee Harris, 21 carries for 145 yards and three touchdowns. Devonta Smith, arguably the best receiver in college football, eight receptions, 231 yards and three touchdowns. Downs, TJ Finley was 14 of 28, had 44, or 144 yards and one touchdown. Then they brought in Max Johnson, he was 11 of 17. Uh, John Emery Jr. had seven carries for 79 yards and a touchdown. And Kayshaun Boutte had eight receptions for 111 yards. Derek Stingley Jr. recovered two fumbles in this game. LSU fumbled the ball four times, lost one of them. Alabama fumbled the ball once and lost it. Leading tackler for Alabama was DeMarco Helms and uh, Will Anderson Jr., Will had two sacks and two tackles for loss. Lean tackler for LSU was at DeMond Clark with 13 tackles. And LSU falls to 3-5. and five. Alabama remains number... is at 9-0 and zero and remains the number one team in the country. Or should, at least. At least, I it's it's gonna be they almost in every game they've just dominated haven't had any trouble and and we'll we'll see see what they can do they officially clinched the spot in the sec championship so i believe so they'll be and so did florida after uh Beating Tennessee and also with Florida or with Georgia's game getting moved or postponed due to COVID, Vanderbilt having COVID, that uh, Florida's going to the SEC championship, so they'll be playing each other. Well, we'll have to see. See how that. I'll be talking about that game in a couple weeks. So <laughs> the next game we got number two, or we got the Syracuse one in ten, or one in nine. They were one in ten after this game. Syracuse Orange taking on uh, the nine and number two team, uh, Notre Dame Irish. Notre Dame won the game forty five to ten in the first half. Up until the last uh, t- like two minutes, it looked like it it had potential to be a close game. Game and then Notre Dame scored like two two touchdowns within the last two minutes and then just took over for the game Ian Book he was 24-37 had 385 yards three touchdowns and one interception Kyron Williams 20 carries for 110 yards Yards. Ian Book also had eight carries for 53 yards and two touchdowns Syracuse quarterback was uh, Rex Pepper, who was 18-29 had 185 yards one touchdown, one interception. Sean Tucker Tucker and Cooper Lutz were the two lean rushers. Sean had 24 carries for 113 yards and one touchdown. Cooper had six carries for 102 yards and a touchdown. Oh, Chris Tyree also had six carries for 109 yards and a touchdown for Notre Dame. Uh, Javon McKinley had a big day, seven receptions, 111 yards, and three touchdowns. Downs leading receiver for Syracuse was uh Tosh Harris with eight care or eight receptions for 69 yards. Notre Dame, Syracuse fumbled the ball four times, lost three of them. Notre Dame fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Leon Tackler was Clarence Lewis for Notre Dame. Lean Tackler for Syracuse was Garrett Williams and Lee K. Pogba. Pogba. I'm s- sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Pro- I- wrong oh, to... I'll have to find that out, how to pronounce that. Okay. Uh, he had three pass deflections. Garrett Williams had three pass deflections as well. Oh, and uh, uh, Jeff Canton Arku had three tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss for Syracuse. Uh, Jihad Carter had an interception, and so did Dalen Hayes. And... Notre Dame, they, they already last week they uh, clinched the playoffs or not a playoff spot, they clinched a spot in the ACC championship, and they they aren't gonna play for two weeks I think. Is that AC, ACC? I'm gonna have to double check on that. I think it's the twelfth. Is it next week or the nineteenth? I'm I'm gonna have to double check on that. I think it's the twelfth. Next week we we are actually gonna get Notre Dame Clemson, just so, uh, just because the ACC wants to give them two weeks, potentially just in case there's a COVID outbreak. I, th- I believe is it? I'm gonna have to double check on that. So, our next game we got number three Clemson. Traveling to Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech, in the first half, this this look look like potential to be a pretty good game, and that that went down pretty quick. Virginia Tech they had a chance to tie the game at halftime. They they caught a hail mary pass, but he was the player caught it at the one yard line and couldn't couldn't fall into the end zone and was pushed out of bounds. So, And in the second half, Clemson just took over and dominated. Trevor Lawrence, he did not have the best day. He was 12 of 22, had 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But he did have seven carries for 41 yards and two touchdowns. Lean rusher was Travis Edian with 16 carries for 66 yards. And all right. Game, game, uh, Braxton Burmeister was the quarter, was the best quarterback for Virginia Tech. I, I must have missed something in this game because I, I remember their quarterback was Hurden Hooker, but he had one pass for seven yards. I have no idea if he got hurt, hurt they or if they made a quarterback change or something. Did he have fumbles? Yeah, he, he had two fumbles, so Oh, I have no idea what happened there. There. I'll, I'm gonna have to find that out. Uh Braxton Burmeister was ten of twelve for 127 yards. Khalil Herbert, 21 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. Uh leading receiver for Clemson was Cornell Powell with four receptions for ninety yards. Leading receiver for Virginia Tech was Raheem Blackshear with four receptions for sixty-eight yards. Virginia Tech fumbled the ball four times, lost three of them. Um, Leon Tackler was Alon Tisdale and Richard Ashby for Virginia Tech with seven tackles. And Leon Tackler for Clemson was Nolan Turner with 12 tackles. LaVonta Bentley had four tackles, one-half tackles for loss, and one-half sacks. Uh, Devin Diablo... Had an interception for Virginia Tech and Clemson due to a big second half. They, oh, and also, uh, Also, uh, Clemson had a fumble recovery that they took for a touchdown. It does. They did not list who who scored, for some reason. So, uh, but Clemson, they're playing great football. They won this game, took care of business. They need to win this game to uh go to the. They either need to win this game to go to the ACC championship, or they needed uh, Miami to lose two games. Uh but they took care of business and will face uh, Notre Dame in the ACC championship. Next game we have number four, Ohio State, taking on Michigan State. Ohio State, they were without Ryan Day, their head coach, and a few other players. From what I've heard, they had a lot of problems on the offensive line. If, If you watched the game, you saw there was a couple bad snaps from the center. Center, I think it was his first game playing center, if I remember right. But Ohio State, despite not having their coaches, took care of business against Michigan State and won the game 52-12. to Justin Fields was 17-24, had 199 yards and two touchdowns, and he had 13 carries for 104 yards and two touchdowns. He's a, he's a true dual-threat quarterback, and you have to find a way to stop him through the air and on the ground. Trace Ehrman had 10 carries for 112 yards and a touchdown. For Ohio State. Michigan State's best quarterback was Peyton Thorne. He was 16 of 25, had 147 yards and one interception. I think Rocky Lombardi was their starter, but I believe he was benched. Benched, he was 5 of 11, had 33 yards and one interception. I, so I, I believe he was benched. He wasn't when I from the few Michigan State games I watched he, he wasn't doing a whole lot so so maybe in Payne Thorne he did have that one great I saw from the highlights I saw he had that one pretty good pass so so yeah yeah maybe maybe Michigan State needs to move on to him he also had nine carries for 42 yards and a rushing touchdown. A leading receiver for Ohio State was Chris Olave with 10 receptions for 139 yards and a touchdown. A leading receiver for Michigan State was Jalen Reed with five receptions for 79 yards. Michigan State fumbled the ball twice, lost both of them. Ohio State fumbled the ball twice, lost only one of them. A leading tackler was Pete Warner with eight tackles. A leading tackler for Michigan State was Antoine Simmons with. 12 tackles and two tackles for loss. Uh, Michael Fletcher had th- four tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. Uh, Sean Wade had an interception and Haskell Garrett. He's a defensive lineman. He had a pick six in the end zone. The ball got tipped up in the air, and it flew right into his hands. Hands right in the end zone. So, so that's, how you, that's how you get a zero-yard touchdown. You you literally catch it in the end zone. So, uh, Ohio State played really good, and and also this it. I have no idea if it's confirmed or not, but from what I've heard, Ohio State is is has a good chance at going to the Big Ten championship, no matter what. What I heard the big Ten is thinking about changing their rules for them for them so they can go to the big Ten championship chip even if uh the Michigan game somehow gets canceled my, I'm not personally this is my my thoughts on it and and You're allowed to disagree. Yes, I... I, Actually, never mind. I'm going to keep it to myself, but... Personally... Ohio State is the best team in the Big Ten. And don't get me wrong. Wrong about that they are. There's no question about that. However... Uh, they had a set a rule set, set and if for some reason Ohio State's game was not was postponed this week, they pretty much they're changing the rules for them, and that's not how you should play. Yes, I know it's, it wasn't there. the The Big Ten agreed on the decision, and even Ryan Day voted for this as well. It's they said six teams, or you had must play a minimum of six games and if Ohio State plays next week then it doesn't matter obviously but the Big Ten made their decision before and they they personally I think they need to stick with it not saying but yes some people might disagree disagree and I, I just said they are the best team. Team and but it's yeah. But yeah, uh, but great for the Buckeyes. Good win for them. Next uh, next game we have we have is uh number six floor or, or I mean number five Texas AM versus Auburn. Was a pretty close game throughout. Auburn was actually winning the game 20-14 to 14 going into the fourth quarter, but Hex and m had a big fourth quarter was scoring 17 points and won the game. Kellan Mond, he was 18 of 23, had 196 yards and two touchdowns. Bo Nix, 15 of 23, had 144 yards, and he had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Isaiah Spiller, solid day, 20 carries for 120 yards. Jaden Wademeyer had eight receptions for 89 yards and two touchdowns for Texas A&M. Lane Tackler was Leon O'Neal Jr. and Miles Jones with eight tackles. Lane Tackler for Auburn was Zacoby McLean with 17 tackles, one sack, and two tackles for loss. Seth Williams was the lane receiver for Auburn. Tank Bisbee had nine carries for Seventy six yards for Auburn, and A M gets a gets a close win, but in the end, a win is a win. So number five, they're still number five. They're gonna need some help. Personally, I think it's 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 gonna be hard for them to go to the playoffs. Some people say the best scenario is if. Florida beats. If if Florida somehow beats Alabama, then, flu then a And M has a chance to get in because a And M beat Florida, that is true. But a And M also lost to Alabama, and they got crushed. So if Florida beat, personally, and I see their point. It was a close game. It was the last second field goal, so it could go to either other either team. But if you're being Bama, it, it's almost an on Mac win, or on Mac on Mac spot. That's just my point or my th- thought. You be Bama, you you should be in the playoffs. At least this year. And past years, it's a little bit different, but obviously, if if you as long as you have more than, if you don't have more than one or two losses, but. But yeah, A and M gets a big win. Auburn file fall, falls to five and four. Uh, next next game we have number six Florida versus Tennessee. Surprisingly, was a little bit of a close game. I was not expecting it to be this close. Close. Kyle Trask solid day. Thirty nine forty nine. Four hundred thirty three yards and four touchdowns. Leading rusher was Jacob Copeland with one carry for 17 yards. They they passed the ball all day. T- Tennessee had f- four different people throw throw a pass. Let's see. Their punter threw a pass. Paxton Brooks, Brian Mahler. He he's a quarterback, right? Yeah, they had three different quarterbacks throw a pass in this game. JT Strout Harrison Bailey, and Brian Mahler. JT was 12 of 14, had 121 yards and one touchdown. Harrison Bailey, 14 of 21, had 111 yards and one touchdown. And Brian was one of one for eight yards. Uh, Ty Chandler and Eric Gray were the leading rushers. Ty had 12 carries for 49 yards and a touchdown. Eric Gray, four carries for 12 yards. Lean receiver was Velvis Jones Jr. with four carries or four receptions for seventy yards and a touchdown. Kyle Pitts had another big day, seven receptions for 128 yards. And Kader's Tony had eight receptions for 108 yards and a touchdown. Trayvon Grimes, six receptions for fifty-five yards and two touchdowns for, for Florida. Lean Tackler was Ventrell Miller with eight tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Lean tackler for Tennessee was Warren Burrell and Henry Tutu. Henry had two and a half tackles for loss and eight tackles total. Warren Burnell had eight tackles total for the day. And Florida gets a very close win. Tennessee scored a won the game by 12 points. though one of their touchdowns was a little bit in garbage time, they scored like a last second touchdown to turn it from a like 19-point game to a 12-point game. But still, Florida needs to play a little bit better. Offense, they've been fine. Defense needs to be a little bit better. Next game, we have uh, West Virginia taking on Iowa State. I thought this would was going to be a pretty solid game. And unfortunately, I was proven wrong. Iowa State absolutely demolished them 42 to 6. Brock Purdy, solid day, 20 of 23, 247 yards, three touchdowns. Breeze Hall, 22 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy, seven carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Jared Dodge was 21 of 41, had 209 yards and zero touchdowns. Downs. Brock Purdy also had one rushing touchdown. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson, eight receptions for 89 yards for Iowa State. Brock, Brees Hall had one fumble, did not lose lose it, though. Lane tackler was Jake Hummel with eight tackles. Uh, Will McDonald, the fourth, had three tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. Lane tackler for West Virginia was Tony Fields with nine tackles and one tackle for loss. And... Iowa State goes to 8-2, and, and I believe that secured them a spot in the eight, in the Big 12 championship. I'm, I'm going to have to double-check on that, but I believe that did. West Virginia, t- tough loss. Next game, we had number 10, Miami, taking on Duke. N- not a whole lot to talk about from this game. Miami absolutely demolished them, but... In the end, their season – I believe they play next week, but their season's pretty much – Pretty much pretty much Miami dominated the game. Cameron Harris had fifteen carries for ninety-six yards, two touchdowns, Dore King, sixteen of twenty-four, two hundred forty-eight yards, and three touchdowns. And he had one rushing touchdown. Duke couldn't do a whole lot. Chase Bryce, twenty of twenty-five, but only which is pretty good completion percentage, but only had ninety-four yards. So he probably threw a bunch of screens or something. That's that's not pretty good. Uh Duke could not get anything going. They fumbled the ball four times, lost four of them. Miami fumbled the ball three times, only lost one of them though. Lean tackler was Bubba Bolden with nine tackles. Lean tackler for Duke was Victor Dimu Dumikishi with ten tackles and two tackles for loss. Loss. Uh Quincy Roche had six tackles, one half sacks, and three tackles for loss. And and uh, Jalen Phillips had four tackles, one and a half sacks, three and a half tackles for loss in this game. Mar Marcus Clark had one interception, and Miami gets a big win. Having a pretty solid year, only loss was to Clemson. Yeah, they they had a couple games where they didn't play the best, the best, and that's. What's hurt them a little bit, but this team's playing a lot better. Better and that that's good to see from Miami that they're like at least. Returning last year, they were six and six and lost to like I think Louisiana Tech and the. I don't even, I don't even know what bowl game it was, but they. But they lost. A game, but this year they. have Looks like. In a conference-only schedule, they are playing a lot better. Next game, we have Baylor traveling to Norman to take on number eleven Oklahoma. Baylor Oklahoma won the game twenty-seven to fourteen. 15, they pretty much was was they were Oklahoma was playing pretty good defense uh, throughout the game. Game. Charlie Brewer, he was 30 of 56, had 263 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Spencer Rattler, 20 of 28, 193 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Shin, which is okay. Could could have been a little bit better. Better. Uh their leading receiver was Theo Wees with five receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. leading receiver for Baylor was Jonah White with nine receptions for 63 yards. Leaning tackler was uh, Brian Meade and DeLaron Turner-Yell with seven tackles. Uh, Isaiah Thomas had six tackles, two and a half sacks, and three tackles for loss for Oklahoma. Leaning tackler for Baylor was Abram Smith with 12 tackles, one sack, and four tackles for loss. And Jalen Petir had five tackles, one sack, three tackles for loss, and a pass deflection. Uh, Christian Morgan had an interception for Baylor. Trey Norwood and D.J. Graham had an interception for for Oklahoma. Oklahoma gets a big win here, and I think that secures them a spot. And I could be wrong, but I believe that secures them a spot in the ACC or the Big Twelve Championship. Tried, and they're going to want to get revenge on uh, Iowa State. Next, moving on, we had a, a low-scoring game, a very defensive game. game we had number 12, Indiana, taking on number 16, Wisconsin. Indiana won the game 14-6. to 6. They did not have Michael Penix Jr. He, he's out for the year with an injury. And then they had Jack Tuttle coming in. And he had a solid day. He was thirteen to twenty-two, had one hundred thirty yards and two touchdowns. Graham Mertz, he at he was all right, not the best. He was 20 to thirty-four, had two hundred two yards and one interception. Jalen Berger had fifteen carries for eighty-seven yards for Wisconsin. Stevie Scotts, the third, had eighteen carries for fifty-seven yards for Indiana. Watt Filer, your had four receptions for forty-seven yards and a touchdown. Jake Ferguson, five receptions for fifty-four yards for Wisconsin. Wisconsin fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Indiana fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Line tackler, for Indiana was Makai McFadden or Mika McFadden? He had nine tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss. Uh, uh, lane tackler for Wisconsin was Leo Chanel, Chanel with nine tackles and uh, Jamar Johnson had an interception for Indiana Indiana played really good defense and I picked this them for this game because of their defense and they did really good offense wasn't the best in this game game there there was very little offense for both teams but and that's what I had a feeling it would be, but Indiana gets a big win but unless but they they won't sadly won't be going to the big ten championship chip, assuming the rumors are true true i i don't I have not seen let me see has it been confirmed? Okay, so they're saying the Big Ten are likely to do it. Are likely to change the rules. So so it hasn't been confirmed yet, but they're likely to. So only way Indiana would go to the Big Ten championship is if they don't change the rules and Michigan and Ohio State's game gets postponed. Next game we had a really good matchup. We had number thirteen BYU traveling to Conway and take on Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina pulled off a big upset and won the game twenty two seventeen. I was cheering for the Chanta Clears. But but I did take BYU and Coastal Carolina proved me wrong. I wrote really th- I thought they were a pretty good team, but I wasn't sure if they could get it done, but and they proved me wrong. Got a big win for that program. Uh, Zach Wilson, he had an he had an okay day. He was nineteen of thirty. Had two hundred forty yards, threw one touchdown, but also threw an interception. But that that was also on a hail mary attempt. So I'm not gonna punish him too much. uh b y u had a chance to win the game they drove downfield they were at the twenty yard line went went for a hail Mary though it wasn't really a hail mary from twenty yards away unless unless it's twenty five maybe thirty yards away i wouldn't necessarily call it a hail mary a hail mary but but uh they the receiver caught the ball, but was stopped at the one yard line. Could not get in. Almost it was, almost an exact replica of the Rams and Titans Super Bowl. Bolt, and where the Titans were stopped, where where the Titans were one yard short. And. And that, that was kind of like the exact replica. C.J. Marble, he was 10 of 15, had 85 yards through the air. But he had 23 carries for 132 yards and two touchdowns. Why wait, wait, not C.J. Marble? Marble, my bad. He had eight six, 12 carries for 68 yards. C.J. Marble had 23 carries for 132 yards and two touchdowns. My bad. Tyler. All gear. He had 13 carries for 106 yards and a touchdown. Dax Milne had six receptions for 106 yards and a touchdown for BYU. Lean receiver for Coastal Carolina was uh, Cameron Brown with four receptions for 47 yards. BYU fumbled the ball three times, only lost one of them. The possession, uh, Coastal Carolina foamed the ball one time and lost it. Lean tackler for BYU was uh, Bracken L. Backery with 11 tackles. Leading tackler for Coastal Carolina was Teddy Gallagher with seven tackles, one half sack or one half tackles for loss. Uh, Derek Bush had an interception uh, right before halftime, and Coastal Carolina gets a big win, probably their biggest win in school history. BYU still having a, a great year, falls to nine and one, so so. Next game we have a Big 12 matchup. And an upset. We had a TCU or number 15 Oklahoma State traveling to uh Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frog. TCU pulls pulled off the upset and won the game 29 to 22. Spencer Sanders he had a rough day. 16 of 34, had 270, 270 yards, one touchdown, but one interception. Max Duggan, Duggan had was had a rough day. He was 12 of 26, had 265 yards and in one interception. I don't know what's wrong, but he did have 19 carries for 104 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Desmond Jackson had a solid day, 29 carries, 118 yards and a touchdown with uh Chubba Hubbard out. Tylen Wallace, big day, seven receptions for 92 yards and a touchdown. Darius Davis had six receptions for 139 yards and a touchdown. And Quentin Johnston, three receptions at 114 yards for uh for TCU. TCU fumbled the ball five times and lost four of them. That's not how you win games. Games. Uh, Oklahoma State fumbled, did not fumble the ball. Their early tackler was Eamon Ogbong-Bomega with 12 tackles. Lane tackler for TCU was Garrett Wallow with 11 tackles. Uh, Trevon McGreg had an interception for TCU and Thomas Harper had an interception for Oklahoma State. TCU pulls off the big upset. Seth, they've had a couple big big wins in the Big 12 this year. Oklahoma State falls to 6-3. and three. And they still had a chance to win the Big Twelve, I believe, but that has officially closed after this loss. TCU, is a young team, and I think they might have a bright future. Future Oklahoma State, they had rough rough game. Next game, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Talk about. I'm, I'm trying to get through this pretty quickly. Quickly, uh, Western Carolina versus North Carolina. Pretty much as expected, North Carolina won the game 49 to 9. Sam Howell 20 had 23, was 20 to 23, had 287 yards and two touchdowns. Michael Carter, eight carries for 73 yards and three touchdowns. Daz Newsom was the leading receiver, six receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. Not a whole lot to talk about, but from that game, next game. Uh, we had Iowa versus Illinois. Illinois got off to a pretty good start, was at 14-0, but then was shut down pretty much the rest of the game. Iowa took over and won the game 35-21. to uh, Spencer Petros was 18-28, had 220 yards and three touchdowns. Tyler Goodson had 19 carries for 92 yards, and Brandon Smith had 5 or 7 turns for 58 yards. Next game. Next game. I'm trying to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, we had Rice versus number twenty-one Marshall. Marshall was undefeated going into this game, and Rice has not played a lot of games. They they only played three games up until this point, but it didn't matter that Marshall played more games. They they were able to pull off the big upset in Huntington, won the game twenty to twenty to nothing. Grant Wells had a rough game, twenty eighteen of thirty-five had hundred sixty-five yards in five interceptions. Not not a good day f- for him. And as Marshall team, they fall to 7-1. Still pretty good year. Year obviously it stinks to lose. They were trying to go undefeated for that for that uh team from from a uh, 19th Ninth, from the team that died in that plane crash. They were trying to for the 50 year anniversary. Next game we we had another big upset. There was a lot of upsets in the Pac-12 this week. Uh, Stanford won the game 21 or 31 to 26 against uh, number 22 Washington. Washington, they they were three started 3 and 0, looked pretty good, earned themselves a spot in the rankings and they just disappeared pretty quickly. Stanford got off to a hot start. Was up twenty twenty-four to three at halftime. Washington had a strong second half, but it wasn't enough to uh to, to win the game. Dill Morris was fifteen of twenty-three, had two hundred fifty-four yards, and two touch or no, zero touchdowns for Washington. Austin Jones, 31 carries for 138 yards and two touchdowns for Stanford. He had a big day. Ty Jones was the leading receiver for, in this game with two receptions for 79 yards. Washington falls to 3-1. Three three Stanford gets a big win. Uh, next game we had number 23, Oregon, taking on Cal. Oregon was 3-1, lost to Oregon State last week. They were looking to bounce back this week. Cal, they were 0-3 going into this game. And Cal pulled off the big upset and won the game twenty-one to seventeen. First half, uh, there were a couple touchdowns for both teams. Teams spent the second half. There was only one. There was only uh, one touchdown scored. California scored a touchdown in the third quarter to win this game. Liam Passer, quarterback, was a. Uh, was Tyler Show with fourteen? He was twenty six Had two hundred thirty one yards and one t- pass and touchdown. Travis Dye for Oregon had twelve carries for seventy one yards, and then he also had two receptions for eighty five yards. Chase Garbers he was for Cal was twenty of thirty two, had one hundred eighty three yards and one touchdown. Down. Cal got their first win of the season, in a big one for the Golden Bears. Oregon falls to three and two, and that I believe that sh- might shake up who who can win the the East, the SC, or the Pac twelve championship. That that shakes things up a lot. And then our last game, or I tell you back, we have two more games to talk about. Uh, we ha- uh the next game we have number twenty four Tulsa, taking on, the Navy men Navy, Tulsa, was five and one going into this game, pretty good year for the Golden Hurricane Navy. Was three and five going into this game, Just game Tulsa got a big w- win, won the game nineteen to six. Six Zach Smith, he he had an eh, game for, for Tulsa. He was 10 of 25, had 168 yards, and one touchdown. Down. Down, Navy's quarterback, Xavier Arline, was 4 of 8, had 27 yards. They don't pass the ball a whole lot. But he did have 27 carries for 60 Yards. Yards. Josh Johnson had three receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown for Tulsa. Tulsa fumbled the ball twice, only lost one of them. Navy fumbled the ball one time. Lane tackler for Tol- Jack- Tulsa was Jackson player. He was, the, he was a big player for Tulsa. He had 12 tackles, two sacks, and four and a half tackles for loss. Justin Wright, nine tackles, one sack, two and a half tackles for loss. Uh Navy, their land tackler was Mitchell West with eight tackles. Uh Tulsa gets a big win and moves on to six and one. And next week they play Cincinnati. They're gonna need to play defense, their defense has been solid this year for most for most of the year. Offense though, though, has been a little inconsistent at times. Some games they've looked Pretty good, and in other games they've really struggled. I originally I did pick Tulsa to beat Cincinnati earlier this year. We'll have to see. They're, I'm not worried about the their defense, but their offense gonna need to put up points. Cincinnati has a really good defense, and you're, you're gonna need to put up a good amount of points against them to beat them. Like probably almost. I I want to say they probably need to score at least. And Cincinnati's offense, though, actually has has been getting better. So, the. What well, we'll have to see is it, it could be, it could be a high scoring game or it could be a low scoring game. Game for, game. But I'll be talking about that uh, later this week on Wed, on Wednesday I believe. Yeah, on Wednesday I'll be talking about that with my friend Cedric. He's gonna come on the podcast again, so we'll be talking about that. Maybe I take Tulsa. Maybe I take Cincinnati. Might have to look a little bit more. Cincinnati hasn't played in a couple weeks, but from one thing I have noticed from this season, even though even the te- the teams that haven't been playing a lot have been winning. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see.
1: The last game we were going to talk about is the uh, Washington State USC game. Washington or USC won the game by 38 to 13. USC had a a big uh, first half. They they were up 35 to 6 at halftime and then in the second half, only scored a field goal. Washington State scored another touchdown. And converted the PAT. They missed the first PAT in the in the first in the second quarter. Now Joe Laura for Washington State had a had a uh, rough game. He was 18 of 29, had 134 yards and two interceptions. Then they brought in a uh, Cruz. He was five of seven, had 34 yards and one touchdown. And then Cooper was three of three. Uh, McIntosh had 10 carries for 65 yards. Their leading receiver was uh, Bell with 11 receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown. USC's quarterback, uh, uh, Slovis, uh, Kendon Slovis, he was uh, 25 of 32, had 287 yards and five touchdowns in the game. Game. Didn't didn't really have a Russian attack in this game. They had 20 carries for five yards. So, so though those due to a Slovis having a negative 20 yards yards. As I've said before, I feel like they need to change the rules in college football football where where sacks should count as negative passing yards. Uh, London had five receptions for 92 yards. Vaughn had five receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. And our, and St. Brown had four touchdowns in this game a big win for USC.
0: Hope everybody has a has a great uh Monday. Monday uh I'll be back on Wednesday Wednesday I'll be posting actually twice. I'll be posting uh twice. Twice on Wednesday. On Wednesday, I'll be posting my NFL recap and my and my uh, college predictions. And then on Thursday, I'll be posting my NFL predictions. Hope you guys have a a great day. Uh, I'll, I'll, I on Tuesday I will also be talking about the uh, new college football playoff rankings. And I'll be giving my power rankings. Hope you guys have a great uh, great rest of your uh, Monday. Uh, Stay safe and hail state and go Bills.